Patrice Roberts says, listen, I love you more. You can tell me how much you love me to the moon and back. You could deal. You could do everything in the world for me. I love you more. Greetings and salutations, one and all. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Real talk night. How you all doing tonight? Or this morning, this afternoon, this day, wherever you are in the world. How are you? I want to say big up to those who are locked in on TuneIn Radio. The night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Big up to those who are locked in on NIE Radio to New Jersey. Big ups to you. Big ups to the, mo- the motivator. Remember, you can catch the motivator live sure. Thursday evenings at uh, serve at 9 p.m. Uh, Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Big ups to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Big up Mr. Lindsay, veteran in the business. You can catch Clinton Lindsay live at 12 p.m. Eastern. Monday through Friday. ClintonLindsay.com. And on Sundays at 4 p.m. For the Sunday Explosion. Well, Sunday Classics. Big up to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com Ten times over. Don't you ever Much love to you and The family over there on Facebook Live Whoa. Those locked in on Clubhouse right The club is called The Stew Pot The room tonight Healthy versus obsessive love Invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Because we're not leaving anybody out. Come on, ropey in everybody because uh, the information works for everybody. want to say thank you to my segment sponsors, Pulsey Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Give them a call. What can they do for you? Everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. more. In fact, they host KevinStew.com on their server. But not everybody needs hosting services. Some people just want a platform to stream on. Or somebody to enable them to stream. So if you have a wedding, a seminar, a church service, a graduation, a party... You name it and you want to stream it. A secure platform, whether it is your own or theirs. Give them a call, 754-999-1140. And tell them DJ Kevin Stew told you about them. 
thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is used a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Or email her at theolata at att.net. T-H-E-A-L-A-T-E-R at att.net. Outside of paying her, she only has one request. Get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. Because I always fall asleep, I think you will too. Thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is licensed and insured movers. So you want to move from here and go there? Not too sure how to go about doing it. Go ahead, Carla. They'll work with you. Work things out. Their number is 954-406-9740. That's 954-406-9740. With Matt Neal Trucking, you're in good hands. Tell them the night shift with EJ and Kevin with Kevin Stew was where you got all this information. And you want to know how they can help you. I love you more. I love you more. You think you love me more? No, no, no. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. The sound of Patrice Roberts. I love you more. And that's for sure. Love you from the crown of your head. Wanna say big up to Marlon Borrell, host of Real Rockers. And Reggae Global General Manager. Yeah, man, Reggae Global Radio General Manager in the building. You can catch Marlon every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. For real rockers, he's a walking, talking, living, breathing music encyclopedia. And an entertainer like none other. Yeah, man, he entertains you and he educates you. Trust me, you will learn something catching real rockers. So last week we started talking. And uh, we're looking at this whole thing about about um, obsession. And I think we got caught up with uh, obsessive compulsive disorders. Looking at the definition of it and everything like that. If you missed it, don't worry. The podcast is available. The YouTube is available. In fact, make it easy for you. Just go to kevinstew.com. And everything is available right there. The link to the post that has the podcast and the YouTube. You can watch them right there. KevinStew.com. You don't even need to go anywhere else. You can listen to the podcast right there. You can watch the whole broadcast right there. Blessings, Joe. Big up Joe Fagan on Facebook Live. Much love, Joe. 
So this week we said we would, and, and thank you to Althea who called in last week and we had an excellent discussion talking about obsessive compulsive disorders. It, it pretty much became the focal point of the broadcast last week and this week we kind of piggyback on that because I had some more information and I really felt the need to, to, to present it to or share it with you guys so numbers to call numbers to text if you want to get in in, in touch you want to participate in the broadcast 773-789-STEW that's 773-789-7839 it's scrolling across the bottom of your screen right there 773-789-7839 call text whatsapp telegram if if you're overseas and and uh, the telegram doesn't work for you or whatsapp doesn't work for you you still want to get in touch skype is available so just link me up on skype it's kevin.stew really easy nothing much more than that you need to deal with so you have no excuse and of course you can jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com and for those of you wondering what the stew pot is it's what others call a chat room or because we're fancy we call it the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. Just go to kevinstew.com. You don't need to register anything. You don't need to offer a firstborn, internal organ, blood sacrifice of any kind. You don't need any of that. All you need to do is just go to kevinstew.com and you're interacting. You're watching live, you're listening live, and you're interacting by text live. So you can just type in, in the stew pot. All right? So those are all your available options. Once again, we're looking at healthy versus obsessive love. That's, that's where we'll end up tonight. But to get things started, when we talk about obsession, we rarely see it with all its nuances. And according to stylist.co.uk, the term usually conjures up one-dimensional images of someone frantically scrubbing something to so something clean or a fixation on one thing like an insta uh, a social media influencer or a particular makeup line or product you know they're just fixed on this one thing but it's it's something that really possesses multiple strands obsession and with new with the new there was a there's a psychological thriller called cheat um where obsession between a professor and a student has devastating consequences it it got some people thinking and so stylist.co.uk asked psychotherapeutic counselor Chanel Sauden, um, Sauden, sorry, about the different forms of obsession and how they manifest themselves. And I thought this was really interesting. First off, first off there was perfectionism. Now, people with particularly tidy homes are prone to laughing off their orderliness with phrases like 
you know, I'm, I'm a bit OCD. But an obsession with avoiding dirt is a very real and very serious condition. This is a need for things to be perfect, correct, even exact, symmetrical, equal, or for everything to be remembered, says Southern. Oftentimes, we, when things feel chaotic in our heads, it can help to have an order and to have control in our env- in environment. And after a while, we can wire ourselves to feel some level of relief when things are in control around us. This behavior can lead to an emphasis on neatness, needing to be 100% correct, overthinking and control over our belongings, either keeping them to a minimum or hoarding so nothing gets forgotten. Have you seen things like that with people? Yeah, it's perfectionism. The relief and safety gained by getting or keeping something perfect can create enormous pressure and requires us to take extreme action. Then there's the rationale. And yeah, this is the second one on the list. While wanting to to spend a lot of time with someone you're involved with, or did I say rational? I'm sorry, relational. (laughs) Um, While wanting to spend a lot of time with someone you're involved with or interested in is nothing to trigger alarm bells because we all want to do it, you know? It's, It's a thing. On ITV's cheat... This can evolve into something more dangerous. So, it it is seen. It it shows up on on the series. Uh, Infatuation or obsessing about another person, romantic or not, is common, according to Soden. It can play out in relatively harmless ways, such as celebrities we idolize, uh, secret work crushes, or identifying with a certain author or even a stranger. It can also play a big part in early stages of falling in love. Mm. And we all like that feeling of falling in love. Hey, Smiley, how are you doing? Welcome. How are you feeling? Obsessions can vary in intensity. When our relationship with another person goes beyond the point of what is healthy and good for our mental health, there can be signals. Our thoughts, our emotions may feel overwhelming, uncontrollable, or all-consuming. They may also become unpleasant or unwelcome. Extreme aggression can trigger sabotaging behavior, delusion, or even risky urges. Then there's the contamination. So you you have your perfectionism. That that is is a form of obsession. Your relational. Then there's a contamination. And few of us would welcome the idea of 
falling ill or living in filth. But for others, it is something that can be all-consuming. Believe it or not. Contamination obsession is a fear of germs, disease, dirt, ingesting something unwanted or coming into, into contact with household cleaners or other chemicals. This, again, says um, Southern. The behaviors this obsession causes include excessive washing, cleaning, and hypervigilance around consuming foods prepared by someone else. Y'all know that person that says, I don't eat out. I can't eat from people. That person? Yeah. This could be the issue that they have. It's a real thing. Now, this can lead to avoiding certain social situations, such as restaurants, eating at other people's houses, swimming pools, or avoiding contact with other people or animals altogether. It's a real thing. We've seen it on, on various broadcasts and, and on TVs and movies, but even closer to home, it exists. Now, there's another type of obsession which is causing harm. Most of us have moments of guilt and worry about how our actions could influence other people. But one strand of obsession can take this to frightening levels. A deep fear of blame or being responsible for something bad happening, such as ruining something or hurting themselves or someone else. This is often at the, is often at the root of this particular obsession. Now, this fear can lead to excessive checking of locks, gas um, caps, hair straighteners, candles, health checks, pregnancy, or repeatedly needing reassurance from others. Yeah, you know, the person that will, will walk out of the house and turn back five times and check the door to make sure that it is locked. When they made sure to lock it, and then unlock it, unlock it again, like three times before. Yeah, some of you might be chuckling, but it's a real thing. Although worrying about these things in... Is, is, is common and understandable. It can lead to disruptions in everyday life, such as avoidance or limiting behaviors with regard to relationship or jobs or commute or having potentially harmful items around, such as knives. It's, it's a real thing, and it, it can affect us in some people in, in, in severe ways. Then you have your intrusive thoughts. And this one is the last on this list. Now, for some, obsession means this, this distressing or and repetitive, repetitive thoughts that enter the head without invitation. And remember, when we started talking about this, we mentioned the unwanted thoughts that can disrupt life you know some of us we we have thoughts but we have the thought and then we move past it and continue with our lives 
with people that suffer from some of these conditions, they, they, they have these thoughts and they can interfere with their daily functions. Intrusive thoughts are involuntary and often revolve around being out of control in some way. They may include magical thinking that doesn't make logical sense. We all have involuntary intrusive thoughts. Some can be positive, which we might call daydreams. Yeah, it, it, it seems more common than you think now, right? You mentioned daydreams. Oh, we all have those. Yeah. But if they become negative, repetitive, and center around relationships, violence, or sexual thoughts, it can feel overwhelming and distressing. And then this now can lead to harmful behaviors. That is when you get into your obsessions and you, you break down the obsession into more detail. Again, we're, we're talking about intrusive thoughts, causing harm, contamination, um, relational, and perfectionism. These are, these are five forms of obsession. When you get down to breaking it down, because it's, it's, I guess these would be the top five when it comes to types of obsessions. And I'm pretty sure, like me, most of the people hearing this would go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just thought being obsessed with something was just one thing. Now you're breaking it down further into these other things. Do I need to look further into this? Do I need to, to, to talk to somebody? Do I need to do something more? Maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not saying that you don't. But again, if it is affecting daily, your daily life, it is affecting how you interact with people, how you function at work, leaving the home, you don't want to do it because of this this overwhelming fear of something bad happening, thinking that you know everything is going to go wrong, or worrying that you're going to cause harm to someone because this is a thought that you keep having over and over again. You look at people and you just want to just hit them with a rock for no reason. You know, you could be suffering from an obsession particular in that in, in that example causing harm if you're worried about causing harm to yourself because you might cut yourself with something so you can't keep sharp objects in your home that's a serious issue now it's one thing to say boy you know I, I don't like using scissors because I'm kind of clumsy I don't like using sharp knives sharp objects because I'm, I'm kind of clumsy but I'll do it if I have to. That's one thing. Obsessing over it and it bothering you to the point where you can't function? Yeah, that's another. At that point, you might want to go seek some help. For those of you who are just joining in, we're looking at 
well, we're getting to the point. We're just setting up and and addressing some things relating to it. But ultimately, we're getting to the point of healthy versus obsessive love. So in order to, to get there, we kind of need to paint a picture. In continuing from last week, when we started talking about obsession and looking at obsessive compulsive disorders, um, or disorder, but here we're taking it a step further and diving a little bit deeper, finding out a little bit more, looking at some more detail when it comes to these things. Because people talk about it casually sometimes, you know, yeah, I, I, I just can't get enough of this person. I can't get enough of this thing. I'm so obsessed. And it's just a matter that, you know, they just really like it. That's not much of an obsession. That's just a real passion for something. You know, really liking something. The obsession comes with the involuntary thoughts. You know, this is where it gets hairy. We're going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more. We're going to look at um, the psychology surrounding obsessive personalities before we get down into healthy versus obsessive love. What is that? How do you recognize that? How do you navigate that? How do you define each of those? We'll be right back. It's a night shift to DJ Kevin Stu. Call your friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Tell everybody. Facebook Live deuces to you. This is where we're going to part company. Come on over. The link is pinned in the comment section. It's kevinstew.com. Those of you on Clubhouse, kevinstew.com. Real easy. Be a part of the broadcast. Join those that are already in the StewPot. And if you're wondering what the StewPot is, it's the interactive part of kevinstew.com where you, it, others call it a chat room. But because we're fancy, we call it the stew pot. And remember, kevinstew.com is that place where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. Come on over. Accept some ideas. Be enlightened. And go out and share them with someone else. We'll be right back. Quancy Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulse Media Group.
Imagine having our own Caribbean center. Imagine a museum highlighting our history and the contributions of Caribbean people to the world. Imagine being able to visit and learn about the islands we call home in a place where our kids can see and feel their cultural heritage. You can make this vision come to life. Help us create this first-of-its-kind space that all Caribbean people can be proud of. Your contribution to Island Space Caribbean Museum will help this dream come true. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe and donate today. Reggae Global Entertainment presents the brand new self-titled album from Yishka with nine great songs. Oh Baby Let Me Love You. Be grateful for life. Be grateful for life. Shake you down. Girl, I shake you what down. else can I do? Babe, come over. My, my, my. It's our time. For your love. I'm falling. Yishka, nine great songs, available on all streaming platforms. Available now. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics... I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, in math, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, in biology, I learned that I'm pathetic that I'm fat, and a joke. In history, I learned school, that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have, I no, have friends. no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And, in gym, and at lunch, I learned that I sit I on my own because I smell. And in chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, me. I learned that I'm fat and stupid. In English? And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. I am representing Fabidia Calvin's Jew. Working on the night shift, the night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather, just to please the devil never. Will DJ Cabin's choose sell his soul? That's a word and honor. It's Christine to represent him, word and honor. The last year, DJ Cabin's Stranger in love. Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations to those who are just joining. Welcome back to those who are have been here waiting from the break. In the background, the sound of you, you, my do. A track called Stranger in Love. Yeah, kind of creepy, right? Take my hand, I'm a stranger, but I love you. I'm a stranger in love. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know. 
I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. Remember, she's a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. Let's give her a call because she'll come to you with over 20 years massage therapy experience and her table and oils. 954-655-9000. Thank you, Althea. I'm glad I met you. This is the start of something new, but um, I love you nonetheless. You know, kind of, huh? Questionable, but real. For some, <laughs> I don't know about others. Um, when it comes to the behavior of a person when when that behavior displays signs of some sort of obsessive reaction then other people might find it necessary to shrug off the behavior as odd and not think anything else of it if they are expressed to the person on a daily basis though a pattern in the Obsessive behavior will emerge that it will give solidarity to thoughts that the person might have an obsessive personality disorder. And according to streetdirectory.com, there is an article titled The Psychology Surrounding Obsessive Personalities. And in it, they say people take great care in what they do or say about a person when it comes to pointing the finger toward a mental illness. Perhaps they have their own idiosyncrasies and do not want the, the, terrible, the tables turned in their direction. The psychology surrounding obsessive personalities requires lengthy consideration of each trait because some people react differently to situations because of their background or upbringing and not from any type of mental illness. Psychologists are interested in how obsessive a person becomes over an event in their life. They will look for certain benchmarks that are standard with all people who suffer from an obsessive personality disorder. In the psychology of an obsessive personality, the psychologist will take into consideration what the persistent, persistent rate is of any obsessive reaction. And then they will determine whether that persistency is further stimulated due to exposure to images or thoughts. And these images or thoughts might not be readily apparent they might not even exist at all. Crazy, right? Now, this episode of, of obsessive behavior will be readily apparent to the afflicted person. They may feel quite violated by the intrusion of images and the actions that they can no longer control. They feel very helpless when their behavior escalates into an obsessive episode that makes them very anxious. They may feel embarrassed by their behavior if they have not lost contact with reality. 
their actions will be viewed by onlookers as strange because there will be no apparent reason for their behavior. The person might get obsessive about trying to conceal actions that they know are not normal, but are helpless to change how their actions emerge. Their obsessive nature will cause them to go to extreme lengths to divert attention from themselves onto any other person, place, or thing. They are well aware that their compulsive nature exists and is uncontrollable. But their mental illness causes them to place the original obsession in the background until attention is diverted from them to another. So one of the things that we learned last week looking at this information is that you have your obsessions and then you have the compulsion. And more, more of us have obsessions than not. It is a compulsive behavior that really makes the obsession get highlighted. So you have some that will flounder in their efforts to conceal the compulsive personality disorder. They may, be, they may be overcome with an impulse that is so strong that it is no longer possible to hide the obsessive behavior from people who are familiar with that person. Through the help of a psychologist, though, people with compulsive personality disorders can learn to control their impulses. It is not a write-them-off kind of a situation. It doesn't have to be the end for them in any, any way, shape, or form. So, taking that into consideration, it now leads us to the subject at hand. Healthy versus obsessive love. And you kind of have to wonder, where does one stop and another begin? Because you have some people that love wholehearted and they love deep and they love strong and they love heavy. And you have some that love and you, you have to question love. <laughs> Do they really love me? And you wonder, alright, so if that is how they love, what do, how do they treat someone that they don't love? And the questions roll over and roll over and continue and continue. But if you want to share and, 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 and ask questions and in any way, shape, or form, participate in this broadcast. You can call in 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-7839. One more time. 773-789-7839. And you'll be able to participate live with me, whether it is to tell your own story, uh, share an experience of, of someone that you know that is 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 true you can you can do that too because we will all benefit from it now medicine net according to medicinenet.com the infatuation stage of love of romantic love usually occurs in the early months in a healthy love relationship 
it can involve persistent thoughts of the love object and wanting to spend every moment with that person. A healthy love relationship usually involves sorry usually evolves over time such that it no longer involves the near desperate intensity and fervor of infatuation healthy love not the tuesday broadcast not the health broadcast right here on the night shift but a healthy love tends to mature over the years to include commitment friendship and a solid respect for the other person as an individual and of their needs i want to pause right here because when i look at a healthy loving relationship the maturity into commitment and friendship and a solid respect for the other person I I don't quite see it that way. I think the friendship, with the friendship coming first, then that way you genuinely have a healthy, loving relationship. Because in that friendship now, you have, if you're truly friends, you have the commitment to want that person to develop to be their best selves so you have that 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 bond of a true friend so even if the relationship gets to a point beyond a platonic stage it gets to be more and i I don't want to use the word intimate because to be true friends with someone you will know them intimately not sexually necessarily There are some cases where the true friends had gone through a a period of of becoming sexual. But you become intimate. You know that person. You you, you get to learn that person inside out. That type of intimacy. So when they say here that uh, healthy love tends to mature over the years to include commitment, friendship, and a solid respect for each other, I think that is what should come first. And then, because of that, the love really gets solidified. Well, I guess we're saying the same thing. But my emphasis is on the friendship that leads to that healthy love. Because when you're learning someone, you know, you, you get to know the little isms about them. The, the things that make them who they are the little quirks and some of these things you typically may not like in an individual but because there are other things about them you overlook those little things and you learn to cope with them and then you develop this bond as a result of recognizing those things and being able to live with them that is love that is the accepting someone for who they are as they are and I think that, 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 that is really healthy. But I digress. Going back to the information according to medicine, medicinenet.com. Healthy relationships allow 
both people to feel loved, cared for, and respected. And allow for each person's individually and pursuit of their own personal lives, recreational activities, and friendships outside of the love relationship. Now, unfortunately, obsessive love has been romanticized in literature for centuries. It's nothing that is new. It has been written about forever. And it has also been in the media. Now, once the media came into existence, you know, it was <laughs> all or nothing kind of a deal. You know, it was after the races at that point. From the mutual suicides of Romeo and Juliet to even many of the more recent romantic movies, being obsessed with the object of one's love is often held up as something to aspire to rather than having the potentially devastating aftermath of the behaviors when the movies fade to black. And that is the part that makes, that causes the concern. So you have to ask the question, what is really the difference between the healthy and obsessive love? Well, the difference is that with the obsessive love, those feelings of infatuation become extreme, expanding to the point of becoming obsessions. Obsessive love and jealousy that is delusional is a symptom of mental health problems and is a symptom that occurs in about 0.1% of adults. You got that percentage? So there are very few people that it, it happens to. But is it really that there just happens to very few people or just that very few people come forward and get treated for it? Individuals who suffer from delusional jealousy often interpret minor experiences like a co-worker saying hello to their spouse or romantic partner um, looking at a passerby as positive proof that their loved one is being unfaithful things like that happen you know that that that's the kind of obsession that that individual may have that's when it gets to the point where some therapy is needed Male alcoholics have been found to be particularly vulnerable to developing delusional jealousy. Females are more likely to develop obsessive love toward people they know rather than toward a stranger. The objects of love for women who love obsessively are often people who have been in the role of helper in their lives. In the uncommon instances that obsessive love involves violence, men and women seem to be perpetrators of such violence at equal rates. You know, some people tend to say um, men are more likely to do this or more women are more likely to be that. <sighs> now, in, in this particular case, it's 50-50. 
risk factors for developing obsessive love include a lack of full-time employment as well as having family members who have psychiatric problems, particularly a delusional disorder. Now, if, if it includes people that, 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 have, uh, that don't have full-time employment, then there should be quite a number of people right now that are dealing with obsessive love interests. Because in the past two years, uh, it seems like jobs have come at a premium. Either they've lost them or people just don't want to work because they, they went through the, the, the period of, of um, quarantining. So now is the time where I'm guessing psychologists and psychiatrists uh, have their hands full. Especially when it comes to obsessive relationships or obsessive love. So, how then do you recognize something like this? How do you identify it? Aside from delusional jealousy, obsessive love can be differentiated from a healthy love relationship by having addictive qualities. What do you mean? Well, the person who suffers from obsessive love tends to want to spend excessive time with their love object, such that they think excessively about and engage in behaviors that put them in touch with their love object to an extreme degree. They may limit how much they engage in recreational activities or other social relationships, even becoming incapacitated to the point of being unable to work that's when you know that they've gone too far a person who obsessively loves may engage in escalating tools of psychological control or other forms of control in an effort to keep their love object close Examples of that include controlling money or food in extreme cases, stalking or using violence. The individual who is obsessively in love as well as the object of that love may be dependent and codependent on each other. Yeah, remember, we've, we've talked about codependency on this broadcast. We've talked about um, limerence and uh, a limerent object when so and it's it's it kind of paints a picture similar to this obsessive love the person who loves obsessively they may behave as if addicted to the their their love object and in turn, the object of obsessive love may have difficulty setting clear limits and boundaries on the obsessive behavior. Again, it's one of those fine lines, occasionally blurred, but always concerning situations. The question is,
how do you work through it? But even before that, what could have caused it? Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to see if we can look into what causes obsessive love. Because if it exists, something has to bring it into play, right? What could that thing be? What is it that if you are doing these things, it could probably lead you down to a road of obsessive love versus having a healthy loving relationship? Well, let's see if we can find out when we come back from the break. We'll be right back. Matthew 28:19 says, "Go ye therefore and teach all nations." With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse Media Group has the tools you need. Weddings. Birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse Media Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulsemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Media Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Teddy Greaves Jr. with six brand new songs out now on his brand new EP, Teddy Greaves Jr. with songs you know and love like Can You Stop the Rain? One Last Cry Can't Get Over You Wait Too Long You and I and One Last Cry, the acoustic version. Teddy Greaves Jr., now available on all major digital platforms. Teddy Greaves Jr.
Yes, yes, yes. So, Carmantino, I'm making sure right now you are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. If I have never told you I loved you, I'm telling you now. I love you. The sound of Royce. Track is called If I Loved You. Welcome back to the night shift to DJ Kevin's to Real Talk Night. Thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. Hey, I have a question for you guys. If somebody could check on this real quick for me. I just got a, a message here that it looks like... The Russians have started the invasion of Ukraine. Can somebody check that out real quick for me and let me know if, if that's actually the case? Go ahead and, and just drop me a line. Uh, give me a call. You can talk about it live on this broadcast if you wish. 773-789-STU. 773-789-7839. Just let me know. Please. And thank you. The track is called If I Loved You. The artist goes by the name Royce. In its simplest form. If I loved you, you will know. Uh, but if, you, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the difference. Well, well, yeah. Healthy, healthy versus obsessive love and apparently it's there's a fine line between the two and we've gotten to the point where we're asking the question what causes obsessive love and i i had asked that question before we had gotten to into the break well what have you come up with with your own thoughts According to medicinenet.com, the process that mental health professionals engage in to assess obsessive love includes evaluating the person to ensure that mental disorders that may present with this symptom are considered and treated if present. Examples of such disorders include schizophrenia, Bipolar disorder, delusional disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, personal disorder or organic caused by a medical condition, brain syndrome. Because, you know, there are some side effects of some drugs that may cause some of these disorders, believe it or not. Warning signs that someone is suffering from obsessive love may include a few things and it it doesn't mean that you are an obsessive lover if you may have a piece or one or two of these traits they're just saying you know these are some of the characteristics of someone who is suffering from obsessive love they have low self-esteem, 
or a tendency of needing excessive reassurance. They are obsessively talking about their loved object. They make repeated calls, texts, and or faxes, if people are still faxing, in a traditional sense, to their love object. There, there is unwanted, intensive attention to the love object. A tendency to have extremely good or bad, so it's not balanced feelings, it's one way or the other. Uh, and and this is extremely good or bad feelings about someone. That may be an indication that you're an obsessive lover. A tendency to focus on only the positive or the negative aspects of their loved one. So again, that balance is off. It, it's, it's, it's not there. They, um, there is a tendency to have extremely good. Oh, that that's one I just gave you. They're they're extremely good or extremely bad thoughts about that person. Um, there's a tendency to focus on only the positive or the negative aspects. It's not balanced, and. There is trouble focusing on work, recreation, socializing, or other aspects of their lives outside of the object of their affection. Now, if can you imagine if the object of their affection is their co-worker? That person is going to be at work all the time. They'd be sick on their deathbed and they want to go to work because they want to see this person because they're so obsessed. That, that kind of thing is unhealthy. Because the only person that you should really have that kind of love for is yourself. And in that way, well, even if you have that kind of love for yourself, I guess that's kind of crazy too. Yeah, that's going too far. That's taking a love for self a bit too far. Yeah, mm, scratch that. Don't even have that kind of love for yourself. Because it becomes unhealthy. It's not balanced. I digress. Attempts to monitor or otherwise control their love objects, life and activities will show up in an, in an individual who exhibits traits, well, who is obsessively loving. There is excessive joy to the point of relief when able to get in touch with or be with their love object. These are indicators that someone is obsessively loving. Is there a way to treat this kind of condition though? You know, can can you get uh is there an app for that is there a drug for that is is there any kind of treatment for such a condition treating obsessive love often involves psychotherapy and this is the treatment for the sufferer and also 
for their love object. Because the the person receiving that obsessive love, they, they're going to have some things to deal with themselves. And this is particularly so if the two people are currently in a relationship with each other. Counseling can help and may involve helping both people visualize their relationship in a healthier manner as well as using affirm affirmations and other techniques to enhance their self-esteem. Any underlying mental illness should be treated with medication if appropriate. If the individual with obsessive love has begun to manifest threatening or otherwise dangerous behaviors, then you may have to take legal action. You may have to have the police getting involved. There may be um, restraining orders that need to be put in place and safety plans might be necessary because it has gotten to that point where trust is now out the window. You, 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 you have to be wary of, of what this individual may do. Again, they're obsessing. So, again... There's a fine line between a healthy, loving relationship and an obsessing relationship, an obsessing love relationship. You, you, you don't want to be crossing over into that obsessive side. And early out in a relationship early on in a relationship you it, you may think it may feel like you're obsessing because that nre is so real that new relationship energy and you kind of would have to wonder looking at looking at, at at information just that information that we shared tonight alone as it relates to obsessive love you'd kind of wonder if you've been obsessing over your love interest, wouldn't you? Because you, you, you long for that moment where you get to spend some time together, whether virtually or in person. You wait for that, that, that call or that text message to come. And the first thing you do in the morning is send off that message or look for that message. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're obsessing. It could be that new relationship energy and because it feels good when you're, in, you're, you're, you're interacting with that person, you look forward to it so much. The point when it becomes dangerous is when it affects your daily life. It affects how you get ready in the morning. You end up being late because you're watching the phone waiting for a message to come in. And you send a message, you're, you're, you're waiting for a response and you, you're not doing anything else because you don't want to miss it. You want to, to, to see it as soon as it comes in. You want that phone to ring and it's in your hand ready to because you don't want to miss the call. You, you don't want anything to interfere with. You need to chill. Take a moment, breathe, get yourself in order, get your stuff done. If you find that you're so consumed by this individual that it affects your daily life. Now, your children are wondering, hey, where is breakfast? And you're like, 
listen, the, the, the kitchen is that way. You know where the kitchen is. But they're five years old and you promise them bacon and eggs. You're going to send them to go make it. There. That is the kind of thing I'm talking about when I'm saying the obsession is affecting your daily life. That right there. That's what you don't want to happen. And if you find it happening, be, be honest with yourself. And go seek help. Because this is not something that is only affecting you. But as you heard just now, the person who is on the receiving end of it is going to need some treatment also. Think about it. When you're the object, and I know some people look forward to something like that. They want that kind of attention. They want to feel that special. That every waking moment is about them. The moment you realize that that is unhealthy and you take that away from them, now they have become accustomed to a certain level of attention and they need to get treated for that. So now it becomes, they, they become codependent. So they are enablers at this point because they're enabling you, the individual who is becoming obsessive, to be that way because they love the attention. So they are obsessive too. They're obsessed with receiving that, that attention, that receiving that kind of love. And so you are now both in this obsessive loving relationship. One obsessed with giving it the other obsessed with receiving it. And to think that it is so easy to have that feeling and for it to be an obsession. It's crazy, right? Now everybody is, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, reconsidering the new relationship that they're in and the energy that they're, they're feeling in that relationship but guess what if it hasn't prevented you from going to work maybe you shouldn't really be worried about it kicking off an early musical therapy this is paul anthony on a track called love hurts Bones on out of here. I want to thank you, each and every one, for tuning in. Thank you for your words of encouragement. Thank you for participating. Not just tonight, but all week. I do want to encourage you to look out for members of your community. And to remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, on the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Thank you to my affiliates. Thank you to my sponsors. NIE Radio, Foundation Radio Network, PEMGTV.com. Much love to you. Pulse Media Group, Healthy and Healing Heavenly Hands, Reggae Global Entertainment, McNeil Trucking, 
And remember, McNeil Trucking sponsor of this segment, Musical Therapy. Our licensed and insured movers. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. Go ahead and give him a call, 954-406-9740. Much love, McNeil Trucking. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. From right here in South Florida, I bid you all a very good night. Take care until Saturday when we do the Saturday Stew on Reggae Global Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern. Much love to you. Take care. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.